Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's go to the North Olmstead uh, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline once again. And we go to Spencer Davies. Uh, at, at, follow him on Twitter at basketball or at BB Insiders. Uh, and he's also uh, at basketballnews.com. Uh, let's go. Spencer, what's, what we got going on today, man? How you doing? What's going on, G. Bush? Always a pleasure to be in the shop. Hey, man, listen, man, listen. Let's get right to it, man. The Cavs, uh, like like we said before, I, you know, I got to get the second opinion. I just tore my Achilles heel a couple weeks ago. You got to get the second opinion. You know, we had Greg Schwartz of the Bleacher Report on. Uh, you know, we have had callers in, and, and some people don't like the, the Larry Nance deal. What say you? Where do you line up on this deal uh, in terms of uh, Lori marketing for Larry Nance? So, I, I'm – kind of leaning towards the the way that I, I don't like it myself. Um, I think that there's a lot of, of front court players that you have to find minutes for, especially if Kevin Love isn't bought out. Um, it, it's, it's really complicated uh, because the Cavs did find a shooter. They found a reliable shooter, a guy who's a 36.6% career three-point uh, marksman, and he is coming off of a 40% from deep season. Um, and he's only 24 years old. So, you know, you, you see that kind of, you know, potential and somebody whose development isn't over yet. And also, uh, you know, a player who averaged near 19 points a game his second season. But the last two, he hasn't been able to stay on the floor. Um, he's been kind of in and out of lineups. He's also had, you know, this will be his fourth coach uh, in, in five years. So that kind of, uh, you know, makes him... Uh, fit right in with the Cavs as far as uh, the instability goes, but I, I think that Markinen, you know, can can help your needs in, in a way to where you know he'll be able to play with both Allen and Mobley. Um, you know, the way that it was put to me is you have 96 minutes to split between the center and the power forward position, right? So you got to assume that Evan Mobley uh, will be the back or will be the starting four and. Jared Allen will be the starting five, whereas, you know, you have Markinen coming off the bench. Um, so you can have Mobley also spelling Jared Allen. I know it sounds complicated, but, um, you know, that's about 30 minutes uh, for each nah, player that, that, uh, seemed, that they could do. That, seemed, that seems, um, you know, that, that seems reasonable. My thought process is, look, do you, are you naturally, if you're going to be closing games, would you have Jared Allen in the, in the game? 
uh, all the time? Not necessarily. You could put Mobley at the five, put marketing at the four. You you you, you drastically improve your your shooting. It spreads the floor. Uh, Colin Sexton has has and and uh, you you know Darius Garland have room to move and rotate and do things. I don't think that's a, a huge uh, liability in, in terms, especially if you're looking at the end of the game where you, you may need points and you need you know people to stretch the floor. Yeah, you, you do have options. And, and that is, you know, one of the, the, the positive uh, things about this. Um, you know, Markkanen, you just mentioned it, is somebody who's able to drill shots. And, you know, the way that Colin Sexton's improved as a playmaker, he'll have a safety valve now to hit out uh, at, the, at the top of the perimeter uh, when he's driving in and, and drawing attention, drawing two, drawing three uh, that come towards him. Same with Darius Garland. If Darius Garland gets better at spraying out instead of just you know throwing up the lobs and the, and the, the floaters, uh, then, yeah, he'll have those. And Plus, you know, a lot of people are focusing on market and defense. I don't think that's going to be much of an issue when you have either Allen and Mobley behind you. <laughs> um, so if, if he gets blown by, that's, I don't think, much you know, more of, a, of an issue than it already was. Uh, plus, you're also going to have you know Isaac Okoro playing a lot of minutes at the three. Uh, I was told that Evan Mobley probably not going to play any of the three. We're not going to see Mobley, Markinen, and Allen on the floor at the same time. Um, but like you said, it gives them options. Uh, and the, the thing is too about Markinen is you know they bring him in for this four-year, sixty-seven million dollar contract. The part that I don't like is the amount of money that they gave him. You know, upwards of sixteen to seventeen million a year. Uh, the last year, only six of the 18 million is guaranteed, um, so that's good in that that regard. But I feel like this is also an opportunity, um, you know, to to also bring back value in the future. Whether that's, you know, if Jared Allen looks, you know, really good in a couple of years, and they, you know, use him to to bring back a, a wing that they've been looking for, or if Markinen plays well in you know the next year or two, uh, and they're able to kind of turn that into a, a, you know a small forward of sorts. Um, that, that's the other thing that I'm thinking about in my head, like just, just uh, you know, as far as, as options in the long term go, because you're, you're paying a lot of money for your front court. <laughs> I mean, you just look at all of the the cash they have wrapped up in their their bigs. Uh, even though marketing is a different type of big, um, it, it's still quite a bit of money. And then you also think about what's Colin Sexton going to make if he's still going to be around. Uh, Darius Garland's also going to demand a payday, I'm assuming. So. Uh, you know, they, they've got some things to figure out, but uh, I feel like they wanted that skill more than anything because they've been so dreadful from beyond the arc. Yeah, you know, I look at it like this, Spencer, and one of the things that I look with the Cavs is, you know, I, I get the, the fact that, you know, I, I told this story in the break. I said, you know, you know, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and, and, and Anthony Davis wanted, uh, you know, Jared Dudley to stay on the team. And they were like, nah, we're not going to keep him around. Um, we're going to let him move along. Uh, at, at some point, this is just, you know, my frustration point with the Cavs, is you talk all all the time about, you know, what are these guys going to be in the future, what the upside is, how many paydays they're getting. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, we talking about all these guys and these hundred millions, and you're the worst team in the league. <laughs> we got we got Kevin Love making all this money. You got Jared Allen who just I I get it. He rebounds and he blocks shots and he plays defense. That's another hundred million. Now you talk about I don't know whether a Colin Sexton is going to get a max deal. My thing is at what point in time 
are the expectations there? When 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 do we say, listen, you're not young no more, Colin Sexton. You 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 up for a max deal, Jared Allen? You're not young no more. When are the expectations coming for this organization that they have to start turning the pages and their young guys have to start playing like some of the best guys in the league? I think it starts this year, G. Bush. I mean, it, it, it's getting into year four now with with Colin when the you know the rebuild technically started. Um, even though I like to call it you know year three B because of you know that first year with Colin and. and and the Cavs just having all of the remaining parts from the championship teams, I just don't consider that a progressive year at all. <laughs> um, so, so I'll consider this year three of the rebuild, but I think that they have to start showing progress now, and they've got to you know, be able to stay healthy, one, but two, um, also show real signs. I, I think that getting a guy like Markkinen, who he's still young and he fits on the timeline, but he has you know, th- these years of experience now. He's going into his fifth year. Uh, you know, you brought in a Ricky Rubio uh, to be a backup point guard, something you've desperately needed for the last, you know, two, three years, uh, you know, in all respects to, to, to a guy like Delhi. Uh, but, like, that's a huge upgrade uh, for, for Rubio to be, you know, a mentor uh, to these young guards who they've put so much into. Uh, you have to find a wing of some sort. Um, you know, the, the, the hopeful case for the Cavs is that they bring in someone who's a veteran, um, just, you know, even if he's not playing too much, uh, just to be a locker room guy, you know, you already have Rubio there, so that's good, but you need more vet, uh, you know, especially if you don't know the, the situation with, with Kevin Love, you just can't have young guys on there. I mean, look at, you know, what happened with, with Atlanta those first few years, uh, before they brought in Danilo Gallinari and, you know, Tony Snell and, you know, those guys. Um, so like, I think that that should be the next step for the Cavs to bring in someone like that, but. I mean, the, the the progress needs to be showed this year. Um, the the issue is the East got a lot deeper and it got a lot better. Uh, you know, it's just the facts of the business. And, you know, I, I think that you probably have to temper your expectations a little bit because no matter how much people don't want to hear it, uh, there's still a good amount of this core that has developing to do. But at the same time, you'd think that, you know, Jared Allen uh, and, you know, Colin Sexton, the guys with, you know, three, four years of experience are going to be able to step up because uh, they've been through the ringer. But guys, you know, like Isaac Okoro um, and even, you know, uh, some of those those younger players aren't able to, you know, understand what it means to win yet. And and they need to be shown the way. So uh, I I think that this is a year that they have to make a step forward or else, you know, you might see some changes. But the the good thing is about this, and again, I'm not a fan of the trade, but the good thing is, uh, they're showing a willingness to to shake things up a little bit, and to also uh, you know really put a sense of urgency on on moving it forward. Uh, excuse me. I, I listen. I, I definitely totally agree with what you just said. The willingness to shake things up and do things is the big thing for me. And you mentioned something about this in in the Eastern Conference when Atlanta goes to the to the Eastern Conference Finals, there's, there's, you're on the clock. When the New York Knicks make the playoffs, they turned out to have a really great year last year. You're on, the Bucs won the championship. You, you look at the teams that the, the Cavs were drafting in the lottery with. <laughs> like, those teams, the Mavericks, they're, they're, they're in, the, in the playoffs perennially. Now you look at the Hawks. The Hawks, 
greatly, you know, just basically behind Trey Young and some of those young guys that they had, they, those guys took off. Even the Knicks, who people laughed about, oh, man, you know, it's the Knicks. Those guys, the Knicks made the playoffs. And so for, for a lot of people, it's like, well, I can't just keep saying that you're young when you got, you know, this your third year, this your fourth year. And I like the fact that, like you said, marketing is still – and let's not act like the Bulls were a great organization where, you know, just, you know, he had some games where he wasn't playing. Yes. But then again, um, you know, it's the Bulls. They, they've retooled a lot of their stuff. They've gotten rid of a lot of coaches, too. So, you know, I, I think one of the frustration levels is is seeing teams like the Hawks who are just drafting right before you, same record. Now those teams are going not only in the playoffs, but going deep in the playoffs. It's just disheartening to see that with the Cavs, and at least they show something about switching stuff up. Yeah, no, and I think they needed to. Um, and again, you know, making you know, people might not see it as as you know big swings, but I think going out and getting a Rubio, and and now you know going out and getting a Markinen is saying, okay, you know, we've got young talent, but let's let's add to it. Let's let's you know increase our chances that you know some of these guys are going to you know pan out and. Give them a mentor to look up to and stuff like that. Again, I think that they need to bring in uh, some sort of small forward or a wing, uh, just just from a depth perspective. But um, you know, I, I feel like they've they've got to at least be competing for the play in this year. Like I, I think that that would be uh, you know an acceptable you know season. Like I don't want to say at minimum, uh, but like you know plat you know around that thirty. 334 win mark, uh, I think, would at least show that, that that's going forward. I mean, they they have won you know more games you know as the years have gone along, and maybe some stability will actually be good for this team. You know, they haven't returned uh, a head coach at a at a uh, you know a training camp like ever they, before last year. But I mean, even JB only coached 11 games um, in the 2019-20 season, so they're coming back with the same head coach they've got pretty much the same staff uh they brought in Sidney Lowe uh, a longtime assistant someone who was actually here before um because Lindsay Gottlieb went over to to coach the USC women's team uh you have the same front office you know you have uh some stability some continuity so hopefully you know by the the models that that other you know teams and small market teams have put together uh by keeping stuff together that this thing can advance forward. Uh, I can't answer you how they're going to do it, <laughs> um, but I feel like they're confident that they are going to take a step forward. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see, you know, can Dylan Windler stay on the floor? Uh, is Lamar Stevens going to try and crack the rotation uh, because he had a good summer league and, and also played a, a, a decent role uh, last year? Um, you know, that there's, there's steps that, that each of these guys have to take, and, I, I, for one, am very excited to see what Darius Garland does. But he's coming off of a Team USA uh, summer and looks like he got a little taller. Same with Isaac Coro, who looks like a, a brick wall now, <laughs> even though he was already muscular last year. Uh, they're expecting big things out of him. Uh, Colin Sexton, as we know, is going into a, a contract year uh, if they don't get an extension done uh, prior to the season. So he'll be motivated. Um, it, it's there's a lot of factors that are that are going into it, uh, and I think that they're they're optimistic that these guys can make individual strides. But what about the team itself? That's the question. 
Man, I, I, I totally appreciate you, Spencer, breaking this down for me. We'll talk to you again uh, coming up very soon. Thanks for joining me on a Saturday, breaking down this Larry Nance trade. Sounds good, G. Bush. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.